back same place, same time next week. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is the education minister shrugs off the threat of sanctions as he vows to build a sense of national identity in schools. Officials announce plans for more COVID-19 testing as the virus death toll passes 50. And Microsoft faces competition as another tech giant plots to buy TikTok's U.S. business. The education secretary, Kevin Young, says U.S. sanctions will only make officials here more determined to uphold national security. Jimmy Choi has more. Mr. Young, who isn't among the 11 SAR and mainland officials named on the U.S. sanctions list on Friday, says he's not concerned about becoming a sanctions target. He says the long-term interests of the next generation are his priority, not his personal situation. The minister said the U.S. measures were unreasonable, arbitrary and would not succeed. Meanwhile, Mr. Young says he's discussing detailed guidelines for national security education with schools, but doesn't underestimate the task at hand. He says teaching about national National security will form part of a wider move to promote national identity as part of the school curriculum. He says teachers will be given training so they can better understand their national identity and their duty to uphold national security. The minister said he believes most teachers are professional, but the bureau will deal with those who are not. Mr. Yuan says he's looking at a number of serious accusations of misconduct relating to last year's anti-extradition protests. He says teachers will be given time to respond to their claims, but those found to have committed serious misconduct will be stripped of their professional registration, leaving them unable to work in schools. The Social Welfare Department says it plans to test workers at nursing homes, homes for the elderly and rehabilitation centres for COVID-19 for a second time. The Welfare Secretary, Lo Chi Gong, says tests in the past few weeks had covered 86% of staff and found one positive case. Writing on his official blog, Mr. Law also said he was drafting legislative am- amendments to improve the supervision of the sector. Meanwhile, the Labour Department will today begin testing all foreign domestic helpers staying in boarding houses arranged by employment agencies. Four elderly COVID-19 patients died earlier this morning, taking the total number of deaths to 51. The hospital authorities said all four patients had chronic diseases and their conditions had continued to deteriorate. Members of the nation's top decision-making body are expected to confirm on Tuesday the arrangements for Hong Kong's Legislative Council in the year before the postponed election. They're understood to have concluded discussions on the proposal this morning. Richard Pine has more. The director of the Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office, Xiao Baolong, reportedly briefed the Standing Committee of the National People's Congress about the proposal. It's aimed at filling the vacuum created by the SAR government's decision to postpone the 2020 LegCo polls by a year amid a recent surge in coronavirus cases locally. China Central Television reported that a timely and lawful decision will be made to ensure that the Hong Kong government and society at large can continue to function as normal. But even though the basic law says that each term of LegCo is limited to four years at most, it's understood the proposal doesn't involve any interpretation of Hong Kong's mini-constitution. Meanwhile, activists from the League of Social Democrats have staged a protest outside the liaison office, arguing that the SAR's elections are purely a local matter and accusing the NPC's standing committee of abusing its power by interfering. The group continued to demonstrate despite being given penalty notices by police for breaching a ban on gatherings. Former lawmaker Leung Gok Hong said that Chief Executive Carrie Lam was merely a puppet who hoped to flatter Beijing by delaying the poll.
According to the basic law, we enjoy the high degree autonomy. Only those affairs related to the foreign affairs or military operation will be decided by the central government. All the internal affairs, like election, should be decided by Hong Kong people accordingly to the basic law. So we enjoy the freedom of election. So there's no point for anyone on this earth sit above us and make decisions for our electoral arrangement. U.S. media is reporting that Twitter has approached the owner of TikTok, China's ByteDance, with a view to rivaling Microsoft with a bid for the video sharing app's U.S. unit. However, Twitter may struggle to raise the 30 billion U.S. dollars required, which is equivalent to Twitter's market capitalization. Washington, D.C. has given ByteDance until next month to sell or facing TikTok banned in the United States. You're listening to RTHK. The time's approaching at five minutes past one. Sri Lanka's former leader, Mahinda Rajapaksa, is being sworn in by his brother, President Gotabaya Rajapaksa, as the country's next prime minister, following the ruling party's landslide victory in parliamentary elections earlier this week. The BBC's Jill McGivering reports. As Mahinda Rajapaksa is sworn in as Prime Minister, these two brothers, who present themselves as a close family team, are consolidating their power. Supporters see them as strong men of action and hope they'll address the current economic crisis and bring stability. But critics question their record on human rights and respect for the rule of law. They're worried that they'll weaken democracy by changing the constitution and bolstering the president's powers. The Indonesian army says it's opened an investigation into the death of a young West Papuan man in military custody. Octavianos Betere was detained two weeks ago after being accused of theft at a market kiosk. The BBC's Kat Wiener has the details. The leader of the province's Roman Catholic Church, Father Anselmus Amo, accuses Indonesian troops of torturing and killing Mr. Betere, adding that a post-mortem examination found the 18-year-old's body covered with bruises and other injuries. The Indonesian army originally said Mr. Betere died at a clinic after complaining of feeling dizzy, but have now said that a thorough investigation will take place and any army personnel suspected of wrongdoing will face charges. Last year there were mass protests in West Papua against what the province's indigenous people say are years of Indonesian racism and brutality. Brazil has now registered more than 100,000 deaths linked to the coronavirus, the second highest death toll in the world after the United States. Statistics compiled by health authorities show the infection rate is continuing to rise with 3 million recorded cases. The BBC's Kata Watson reports. It took more than three months for Brazil to surpass 50,000 deaths, but less than 50 days to double that. The country is focusing on reopening and people are returning to work, despite the fact that the virus is still spreading and the pandemic is not thought to have reached the peak here. President Jair Bolsonaro has downplayed the virus from the very start. He's caught COVID-19 himself and recovered, but not even first-hand experience of it has changed his tune. Earlier in the week, Mr. Bolsonaro said he was sorry for all the deaths, but suggested everyone carried on with their lives. Clearly, the message from the top is that the economy takes priority over health. Australia has recorded 17 deaths from COVID-19 in the past 24 hours, making it the deadliest day in the country since the pandemic began. All the deaths were in the state of Victoria. Australia has recently introduced strict measures to control the growing number of coronavirus cases and the rate of infection appears to be stabilizing, with 394 new cases recorded today, the first time the numbers dropped below 400 for almost a week. 
President Trump has signed a raft of executive orders to provide relief to people affected by the impact of the coronavirus pandemic on the U.S. economy. They include measures to eliminate payroll tax, extend student loans, and support the unemployed. Ahead of signing the orders, Mr. Trump told a news conference that he had been forced to act following Friday's collapse of bilateral talks on the terms and extent of the economic rescue package. Congressional Democrats have stonewalled our efforts to extend this relief. For this reason, I'm taking action to provide an additional or an extra $400 per week in expanded benefits. $400, okay? So that's generous, but we want to take care of our people. Again, it wasn't their fault. It was China's fault. Sport golf Li Haotong's chance of becoming China's first major winner at the PGA Championship took a blow overnight as he dropped back to five under par, four strokes behind the U.S. leader, Dustin Johnson. Li, who led after the second round, was making steady progress before a double bogey at the notoriously tricky 13th hole at TPC Harding Park in San Francisco. Formula One, it's a Mercedes 1-2 on the front of the grid once again with Valtteri Bottas taking pole for Sunday's 70th anniversary Grand Prix at Silverstone. The Finnish driver finished at .063 seconds ahead of world champion Lewis Hamilton with the racing point of super sub Nico Hulkenberg standing in for Sergio Perez in third. Bottas hopes to finish the job. Well, of course, mentally, when you're starting from the pole, you can only aim to win the race. And uh, obviously, the starting point for it is good. I think the race pace is there. So, yeah, first job is get to start of the line, as I had last weekend, and go from there. But, yeah, mentality is try to win it. That's it. To end the news, the top stories once again. The education minister shrugs off the threat of sanctions as he vows to build a sense of national identity in schools. Officials announce plans for more COVID-19 testing as the virus death toll passes 50. And Microsoft faces competition as another tech giant plots to buy TikTok's U.S. business. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Clap your hands, everybody, if you got what it takes, because I'm Curtis Blow, and I want you to know that these are the words. Break it up, break it up.
everybody say, all right. Say, ho. You don't stop. I keep on. Somebody scream. Break down. Break it up, break it up, break it up, break it up. 